From the heart of Nebraska's capital city, this is the Nebraska Family Alliance Report. Here's your host, Nate Graz. Welcome to the program. I'm Nate Graz, Policy Director for Nebraska Family Alliance, and we have a great show today because we are going to be talking about a very unique but important and life-affirming bill in the Nebraska Legislature, LB 876, the Newborn Safe Haven Act. And we get to talk about it with the sponsor of this legislation, Nebraska State Senator Rick Holdcroft, who joins us now. Senator, it's great to have you with us. Thank you, Nate. Uh, Appreciate you having me on the show. Well, Senator, the Newborn Safe Haven Act is a bill that Nebraska Family Alliance is supporting and has also already drawn a lot of support from senators in the body. What can you tell us about this bill? Okay, so the current uh, Safe Haven bill uh, law uh, allows for a uh, for parents to surrender their child of uh, 30 days or younger only at a hospital, essentially a face-to-face uh, surrender. Uh, my bill expands uh, the, the act. It allows uh, surrender at a, a 24 by 7 fire station or 24 by 7 uh, law enforcement station. Also has a uh, a feature for 911. You can you can dial 911 and surrender the child to an EMT. And also, it uh, raises the maximum age uh, from 30 to days to 90 days. Uh, and also, the piece that probably I think has most people's attention is the incorporation of the Safe Haven Baby Box, which allows the total anonymity uh, surrender. Uh, this box is um, uh, climate controlled, padded. Uh, once the baby is is set into it, it uh, sets off a silent alarm, and then uh, a few minutes later, uh, a, a, an audible alarm uh, for the surrender of the baby. So uh, it's all about uh, saving babies' lives. If we can save one baby's life, it's it's worth it. Well, I love that, and I think that's exactly right. If this saves one life, it's worth it. Why was this something that was on your radar and that you felt was important for you to bring forward and introduce this session? You know, uh, this was brought to me by a constituent, and, uh, and and those are the best kind of bills I, I've come to find. I mean, we, we have a lot of, uh, you know, lobbyists and good lobbyists who bring us uh, bills uh, to change statutes. But this was actually brought to me by uh, one of my uh, uh, constituents. Her name is Judy Manzanito. Uh, she has uh, been, been pushing primarily the, the baby box uh, feature in Bellevue for for. A number of years, uh, but uh, you know, I was talking to her at a conference. She brought it up. It sounded like a good idea. Um, and then, as we got into it, uh, uh, the drop-off locations or the surrender locations we thought could be expanded. And we've gotten great support uh, and uh, from uh, from the fire chiefs, from uh, uh, police chiefs, sheriffs. They're re- really on board with this program. Well, it, that's great to see because you know we we do care about these families and parents who may be facing a crisis and expanding the ability to uh, help them have a safe, life-affirming option. And safe haven baby boxes have actually operated in multiple states across the country for nearly a decade and have helped save hundreds of babies' lives. You know, we we certainly don't want to see any child abandoned. But it's there for those rare instances. And rather than being abandoned or left potentially somewhere unsafe, parents have been able to safely and anonymously surrender an infant who can then be given a loving home. And it's really important. 
we think, to have that option as a safety net here in Nebraska. So this bill will actually be up for a committee hearing next week. What do you expect to see happen with this bill, and could we see it passed into law this year? Well, I certainly hope so. We've gotten tremendous support from uh, from other senators. I think we're over 30, uh, getting close to 35 uh, uh, senators who have co-sponsored this bill. It's all been very positive. We've uh, not gotten uh, any pushback. I think at the hearing next uh, next Wednesday, uh, the seventh, we will uh, we'll see a lot of proponents. And uh, and uh, thanks to uh, uh, Senator Wayne, the chair of the Judiciary Committee, where uh, he's he scheduled this early in the uh, in the session so that we could possibly submit it to uh, the speaker as a speaker priority. So I think with the number of senators that we have and with the speaker priority, we have a very good chance of getting this uh, uh, through the legislature this year. Broad bipartisan support is hard to come by. Uh, So that's very encouraging to see that on a bill uh, to help support uh, babies and and parents in need. And I, I know for you, Senator, that protecting children and affirming the dignity of life are issues and values that run very deeply for you. Why has standing up for life been one of your top priorities while serving in the legislature? Well, um, and, and it's really, you know, how did I get to the legislature? That's always a question I ask uh, uh, almost every day. I, I served in the United States Navy for 28 years and then as a defense contractor for another 11 and then, uh, and then I was I was just uh, um, retired and, and volunteering my time with a lot of uh, nonprofits, including uh, the Knights of Columbus uh, and my church. Uh, so, um, my wife and I are members of St. Matthew's in Bellevue. Uh, we just built a brand new uh, church there, uh, and uh, and over the the two or three years that I was retired, you know, it really became a passion for me to to serve my community. Uh, and I think that got the attention of uh, some uh, some senators in the area who asked me then to run for uh, the legislature. So it was really my my service to community, my service to nonprofits, and to the church uh, that I think uh, attracted me to uh, to the Unicamel. Well, you've talked a lot about service and specifically uh, serving our country, serving our state, and also serving. Uh, through the church. And, you know, we believe that Christians do have a calling and responsibility uh, to serve and to help influence law and policy and culture in ways that support truth and human flourishing. What kind of role does your faith play while you are serving in public office and dealing with these different issues in the legislature? Well, it's really a foundation for what I do on a day-to-day basis. I mean, uh, uh, daily prayer, um, and and, uh, and the values that the Catholic Church brings, uh, we uh, we actually have a uh, a weekly Bible study uh, here with uh, uh, in the uh, Capitol for Senators. It's <laughs> it's Wednesday morning at six forty five. It's it's a sacrifice uh, to get up early and and start on on the Wednesday mornings, but uh, it's really uh, a very supportive to have uh, those uh, uh, Christian values. And other people within the Unicameral are willing to stand behind you on some of these issues. Uh, and there's, there's certainly, uh, uh, you know, been some divisive uh, bills and and uh, brought forward over the last uh, year. I've, this is, as you know, is, is my own, only my second session. So uh, 
it's been a, a real learning experience. But if it wasn't for my my faith, my Catholic faith, it would be it would be difficult to uh, to stand up to some of the um, the challenges that we see from uh, from our non pro life uh, people. Well, there there certainly are a lot of challenges that that we are facing and that our senators face when they are standing up and fighting on behalf of our values and working to protect life and support families and defend religious freedom. What is that like when those debates are unfolding live? And what what does it mean and what kind of difference does it make when you see broad support from your constituents or people across the state who are letting you know that they're that they're with you and that they're praying for you and they're standing alongside you in support of these issues. Yeah, it's really amazing uh, how many times I find out that there are churches and organizations that are, are praying for us on a daily basis. And uh, you know, uh, going to a mass uh, every week Sunday in my parish, uh, very supportive. Uh, and uh, uh, and and my pastor, uh, Father uh, Father Leo Reisuso, has also uh, been very very supportive. So it's just um, it's great to have that that underlying ability. It's always nice to have people tell you you're doing the right thing uh, when you're trying to do the best you can. Yeah, and Senator, are there any ways that? We and our listeners can be praying for you and really all of our senators during this year's session. Uh, certainly, I mean, uh, we probably the main the main means of uh, communication is through email. Uh, I think uh, that's turned out to be we're rarely in their office, so, so so calling the office and leaving messages is is one way of communicating. But really, the best way is uh, is through uh, encouraging emails because we we get a lot of discouraging emails, uh, and so the other side is very uh, very proficient at. Uh, at generating uh, large numbers of, uh, of negative type emails. So a genuine um, pro uh, email from a, from a constituent or from, from anyone uh, in Nebraska is, is very helpful and uh, keeping us focused on doing the right thing. Well, Senator, it's been great to have you with us on the program. And I want to say thank you, uh, not only for joining us today, but more importantly for your work to protect life and support families here in Nebraska. Well, thank you, Nate, for having me on the show. And you can find more information about all of the most important bills and issues we're following, helpful prayer resources, and our 2024 bill tracker at NebraskaFamilyAlliance.org. As senators are continuing to debate bills and hold committee hearings, we have to be engaged because as the only state in the nation with a unicameral legislature, in Nebraska, the people truly are the second house. This means the citizens of Nebraska play an essential role in influencing the policies that govern our state and can impact families and children for decades to come. And that's why Nebraska Family Alliance is dedicated to empowering people to stand up for faith, family, and freedom at our state capitol. And for believers, engaging in the legislative process is an opportunity to honor God and show love to our neighbors. We are called to be salt and light and to let our light shine before others. And we can't do that if we're sitting quietly on the sideline. In the coming weeks and months, senators, our representatives, will have the opportunity to advance bills that affirm the dignity of life, 
defend religious freedom, protect girls' sports, strengthen parental rights, and even combat human trafficking. And we will also see efforts to expand abortion, to infringe on constitutional rights, and to push harmful ideologies on children. Will we stand by and watch as our values and the well-being of children are hanging in the balance? Or will we stand up and defend the values that define Nebraska? Government was God's idea, and Christians should engage with it in a way that is consistent with its God-ordained purpose. We can do this by committing to pray for all who are in authority and by leveraging our influence to advance laws and policies that support truth, justice, and human flourishing. Only God knows the future, but if we are faithful to our biblical responsibility to stand for the truth, he will be with us in the fire. Together, we can take a stand and protect freedom, our children, both born and unborn, and advance biblical values. That's why Nebraska Family Alliance exists, and with your support, we can continue to advance family, freedom, and life by influencing policy, mobilizing prayer, and empowering people so that God is honored, marriages and families thrive, life is cherished, and religious liberty flourishes. We'll be back next week with more updates, information, and insight from a biblical perspective on the most important news and issues impacting you and your family. Be sure to subscribe to the Nebraska Family Alliance Report wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for standing with us, and thanks for listening to the Nebraska Family Alliance Report.